0: Good afternoon, collectors, and welcome to Trading Card Therapy, episode number 22. I'm your host, the doctor. He's in today, Leighton Sheldon. Thanks for joining us. have an exciting show planned for us today, episode number 22. And you probably didn't see this coming, but I'm joined by my friend Superman. Number one card in the 1940 Superman gum ink set. Gum ink was the manufacturer... Um, You know of uh, uh, You know various cards But generally was to uh, Promote gum Afternoon Tyler Brandon Thanks for everyone For joining us today uh, Here One week before I'll be attending The Atlanta Culture Collision Show Next weekend Friday and Saturday So if you're going to be In the vicinity Please come out And meet myself Chris Gilmore David Truow, Hopefully a few others A few other members Of the Vintage Breaks team And then, of course, the following weekend, you can come down and meet most of the squad at the Philly show. We'll be uh, live, I think it's March 3rd through 5th, uh, from King of Prussia. Uh, So that's going to be a good one as well. Um, So this Superman card has an interesting story because I had first mentioned, at this point, probably a couple months ago, whether it be on Trading Card Therapy or Layton's Loft, I had really coveted, of course, I want to own you know number one uh, Superman comic book, but those are Extremely expensive. And I thought for a while that the number one card in the 1940 Superman gum ink set is not only very aesthetically pleasing, but it's highly important to the hobby. Um, and if you're a Superman fan, which, you know, I'm, I'm a Superman fan, but, you know, I'm a fan of Batman, all that kind of stuff. But I do recognize how iconic he is and the fact that they still have movies coming out, uh, even though Superman, I guess, hasn't come out in some time. And so when one of our breakomaniacs from the Vintage Breaks community had reached out to me through email and said he was thinking about putting this beauty on the market. Really looks like it's a VG card, VG plus even, um, even though it is graded at two and a half by PSA. Here's the back. I like how it really gives a nice story of Superman. And of course, it starts off by saying, born on the planet Krypton. So as far as cards go, it's pretty cool. This gentleman contacted me and... Well, let me show it off on Instagram as well. Sorry about that. Gentleman contacted me, said he was thinking about selling it and was very informed. So, knew the market, which, you know, often makes it a lot easier to deal with someone. Had a few cards in mind um, in our Just Collect eBay store. If you're interested in finding out where our eBay store is, go to eBay.com and search for seller, just underscore collect. He had a few cards in mind he was interested in. Also wanted a break credit from Vintage Breaks. Also wanted a check from Just Collect. And so I like what he did. He kind of got a little bit of cash, a little bit of break credit. He got some cards back that he was kind of looking for. He also didn't have to deal with eBay or an auction house. And, you know, he knew it was going to a good home. Uh, so I'm very excited. In terms of Superman, I have bid actively on 1940 Superman sets over the last several years. I've not been able to win one. I think the last time I owned a complete set might have been 8, 10 years ago. And I haven't owned any number one Supermans from that set In just as long. Uh, So I'm thrilled to add it to my collection. It goes to show you that depending on, you know, what community you're part of and, you know, who you're dealing with and what inventory they have, you can really find a nice place for yourself, whether it be in Facebook groups or for this situation from our breaking community at Vintage Breaks, or if you're friends with a buddy like Jason from Motia or Mark from Bleaker, you know, hit those folks up. They're surprisingly friendlier than you think. And especially when they know the card's going into a good home. I mean, that Superman card is, you know, several thousand dollars. And even though he knew exactly what he had, he knew that I would be fair with him if I was genuinely interested in it. And I was. So when you took all those different factors and that I didn't have to write as big of a check because I was able to use some of my inventory and a little bit of this and a little bit of that, um, you know, all worked out for everyone in the end. His cards are on the way to him. Um, we discussed this a little bit on Leighton's Loft the other day. He wasn't able to join us. So uh, for those of you who weren't able to, I figured retelling a little bit of that story would be fun. Um, so please reach out to me anytime. Layton, Leighton, L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N at justcollect.com. Oftentimes, if you see things I put up on Instagram, particularly because I know we're doing this on IG Live as well, I don't really put up stuff to sell, but if you look at my eBay store, you know that that stuff's for sale. And so would I trade it? Yeah, under the right circumstances, of course I would. and be happy to help out a fellow hobbyist. And so please let me know if there's anything that you're interested in. Next up is an unexpected surprise. Um, Actually, I'll show the picture so that way everyone can visualize what I'm talking about here. Because I had dinner with my buddy Larry last night. And he was asking me for a current picture of Crosby. And I showed him a picture. Yep, here we go. This is great. So Crosby had, a few Fridays ago in school, he's in first grade, he had 90s day. And so there was no rules other than try to dress your kid up or do something 90s related. So I had bought Crosby a cute MTV shirt a while ago. We sent him with that and a flannel uh, to school. And it was great. But I thought... That I would send some cards from the 90s uh, with Crosby to school. And even though the kids are in first grade, I knew that the 1994, 95 tops embossed were cool-looking cards. Um, and there was a Michael Jordan possible. So I figured that even Crosby knows who Michael Jordan is, even if he doesn't exactly know, like, you know, that he won all those titles and how great he was and such. So anyway, I send uh, him to school with a full box. So there's 24 packs. I think there's 19 kids in the class. So enough packs for everyone, including the teacher, and I think maybe the assistant. Um, and so, really, didn't think much of it. And I get a text. Uh, I will pull that up as well from Elena, who's Crosby's nurse, who helps uh, our family manage Crosby's hyperinsulinism. And so, she goes to school with Crosby during his school hours, so that his basically his blood glucose uh, levels are managed properly, and you know Crosby's safe. So she sends a text hysterically that one of the kids got a Michael Jordan from the box and they wanted to know the value and everyone in the class was flipping out because to them, you know, they just found like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. And you know, they really know. And and the thing is, there's actually a parallel of that Jordan, which is really good. It's like a gold version. Um, And so, you know, in that condition, it's like 10, 15 bucks. Um, You know, PSA 10 is definitely worth some money. But even like the ungraded version of the gold is like a $1,500 card you imagine a kid in first grade gets a $50 to $100 card. Like, they're losing their mind. So this is, uh, you know, finding some, you know, let's say TLC or, you know, uh, something nice in unexpected places. So I had no expectations of sending to Crosby, excuse me, I have no expectations um from sending Crosby to school. I forgot about his outfit, but with the basketball cards, because I got a lot of cards. If you come to know me through the years, whether it be through trading card therapy or vintage breaks or all the other different things that you know I do um, and interact with the hobby, uh, you know certainly I'm a card nerd and I have a lot of cards. So what I didn't realize is it caused such a stir in the class and everyone was excited. The teacher did a great job. She didn't allow them to open the cards in school. She was worried it would cause a ruckus. So all this was at home, and then the girl who got the Jordan brought it in the next day. And so ultimately what happened was everyone was kind of bonding over, you know, these cards. I'm gonna start showing them off one at a time because they're just too cute to really even describe. But I went through these one at a time with my seven-year-old son, Crosby. And they're basically thank you notes from each of his classmates. And we'll just go through them together. So this one is from Zoe. And you can see everyone has their own version of spelling basketball, but they all do something really cute. So there you can see there's a hoop. Thank you for the basketball cards, Mr. Sheldon. And by the way, I don't want being called Mr. Sheldon, but um, it's really cute. Uh, and that's just card number one. So what was awesome is I went through these cards one at a time with Crosby, and I asked him, you know, like, hey, Were they really happy with it? And, you know, he would tell me, oh, this classmate likes this person. And Crosby's now learned the word crush. So I keep trying to get out of him. Well, do any of these kids' cards, like, are they your crush? And no, daddy, only my friend so-and-so has a crush. But it's just cute. Like, I feel like I was able to get to know his classmates a little bit better. So this one just has a nice heart on the front, uh, on the back. Excuse me. This one's from Ella. And on the inside, it says, thank you, Mr. Sheldon, I love So this one's got a little bit more color. I like that it has a basketball with the orange. Thank you. Love, Audrey. And so I'm going to save these for Crosby. You know, I don't know if you folks do this out there for your kids, but I've kind of been doing this by his grade. So I just put together, like I don't bury it in the backyard, but I put together like a little, I don't know, package of some memories from that particular school year. And certainly this is going to be going in it. Uh, I definitely know his friend Elliot. I like it. Me and you. Me and you. Basketball on the back. Actually, two of them. Uh, I'm looking to take Crosby soon to the Harlem Globetrotters. They've been out in Long Island, but as a kid, I loved it. Um, And even though they're not the good old ones, I think it's cool. Um, I like the basketball carb. This is just fun to show off. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, It looks like a hoop on the front. From Nylee, thank you so much for the card. With a little rainbow. You know, you never know. One of these kids could grow up to be a famous artist. It could be like one of their first sketches. This is cute. Love June, but you got some nice color there. So the best part of this was I didn't expect this. And I understand why the teacher did it because it's a great way to teach kids to be thankful and like what you should do and, and you know, learn the, the the right way to grow up. This is Bradley, who Bradley's been in our house. He does Play Dates with Crosby. Thank you, Mr. Sheldon, for giving the back the at ball cards. But I like that the kids did this all themselves. Thank you, Mr. Sheldon, for the basketball cards. This is from Harriet. This one's from Julian, who's been to our house. This is a really good drawing. I appreciate everyone dorking out with me and doing this because this meant a lot to me and you're going to see in a minute. And this this is what really brought a tear to my eye was the last card. So uh, here we got some more basketball. Whoop. And all this Mr. Sheldon makes me feel old. From Sophie. It's cute. Thank you so much for the basketball cards. From Ava. This is from Isabelle. So thank you to all of Crosby's first grade class for making my day. And I'm glad that we made you guys happy. This is from Asher. But this, of course, is my favorite card of all. And I'll try not to get choked up. So the teacher wrote me a note and said that not only were the kids really happy, but that Crosby was very proud. And, you know, even though he didn't work for the cards to be given away, it made me happy that he was proud that his daddy and his mommy wanted to give away the cards. So here's a card from Crosby. Thank you, Dad, for the basketball cards. And that is really fun way to bond with my son, with his class. Certainly, I'll be sending another box in, but of a different sport. And it leads me to this part of the show today, It's really nice, forget about in the hobby, but, you know, it's nice when you go to a restaurant you give someone a little bit bigger of a tip than they expected. Or, you know, you give a neighbor a free couch that they weren't looking to get, but they really made a difference for them now. They don't have to buy a new one or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, you know, obviously giving basketball cards to kids that are seven years old, it doesn't really make that much of a difference in their life. But then I thought about the impact of them receiving it. My son getting the joy of knowing that his dad had these cards to share with his class and thought about it. The way for even just a few seconds, you know, Crosby felt really proud to, you know, be immersed in his class and his friends and to be able to share with them, you know, uh, obviously more stuff that his dad loves than him, but nonetheless, they learned a nice lesson from it to write a thank you card and, you know, Crosby was super proud to go through them with me and um, though we'll be doing it again with his school, it maybe think about uh, what we could do with the hobby. And so... We're going to be announcing it uh, later today. We're actually going to take a picture or a collage of some of these uh, handwritten cards from Krause's classmates. Post is going to start on our Trading Card Therapy Instagram account. So if you're not following us already, please check us out. Give us a follow. And what we're going to do over the next week or so, we'll drop our new episode, but we're going to post that we're going to be giving away a free treasure chest full of vintage cards modern cards, and almost everything in between. We'll probably have the contest run for about a week or so. And the only way to enter will be to follow our Instagram accounts, Trading Card Therapy, Leighton underscore Sheldon, and Vintage Breaks. It'll be free to enter. And the way to enter, it's gonna be kind of interesting. You're going to have to tag two people that you think should win the mystery treasure chest. And what we're gonna do along the way is we're going to share some of the prizes, some of the mystery prizes that will be going in there. And today, for example, if you're a type collector and you don't have a 1952 Tops card, these are the kinds of things you might find in there. So we have a 1952 Tops Ed Lopat. And although he's not a Hall of Famer, he was a well-known Yankee from that time period. Any 1952 Tops card, especially a loan number, for those of you who don't know what a loan number is, in 1952 Tops, it's a card numbered from 1 to 80. So any Yankee, especially in this kind of condition, I'd say it's at least 20 bucks, And so we're going to be building up this treasure chest over the next week. We'll be revealing some of the prizes. But if you want, whether it be your neighbor, your brother, your cousin, a kid at school to have a chance to win, you're going to have to follow those accounts. You're going to have to nominate them. And maybe in return, they'll nominate you. And of course, if you're lucky enough to win and you'd like to pay it forward, please share that message with us on social media so we can tell everyone. But the idea really came from Crosby's first grade class and just unexpectedly feeling so great from bringing a little bit of joy to kids who frankly probably don't even really know what 1994 tops and box cards are. So I figured that if we can bring a treasure chest full of vintage and modern cards, maybe you win and maybe you only want some of it and you give away the rest on social media or you sell it or whatever the case may be. We just want to make sure that we're spreading the TLC uh, that we think, you know, should be around the hobby. And we hope that you folks enjoy it. So a couple announcements. Next weekend. I think I mentioned to start the show. I will be at the Atlanta Culture Collision uh, Convention. It'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'll be there Friday and Saturday, and I'll be breaking there live with our very own Chris Gilmore from Vintage Breaks South. I'll be buying, you know, for cash and, you know, of course, uh, company check. I'll be looking for vintage cards, sets, collections, leads on collections. We pay finders' fees. Looking forward to uh, seeing friends like Nate from Grand Slam, of course, Chris. Maybe David Trual, maybe my buddy Drew will join us, but that's going to be a lot of fun. I mentioned the convention uh, the week after uh, at the Philly show, Uh, so please join us if you're going to be in the area. And then uh, I'm not sure if you folks have heard that much about the Mint Collective, but if you've not, uh, please check it out on the web, Google the Mint Collective. I'll be speaking along with some other amazing industry uh, leaders during the March 25th through 27th. Time period. It'll be in Las Vegas, but even if you can't make it in person, a lot of that content, I believe, will be available online, both during it live as well as afterwards for you to consume. So please look up and check out the Mint Collective. Um, It is sponsored by Collectible, who is also sponsoring Trade Night next Friday night from the Atlanta Culture Collision Show. Um, So make sure that um, if you are available to go, obviously Vegas is a great place. If you're not available to go, then hopefully you can tune in and check it out. Be going out there with Ken from our team and Chris um, and hoping to, uh, you know, to learn, to share, um, you know, the few couple things I've picked up uh, over the years and really just be amongst, you know, the hobby elite and try to figure out what the next five or 10 years are going to look like and, you know, tweak and redefine that roadmap um, so that we can continue to grow. So um, people often uh, ask me, um, you know, on our website at justcollect.com, why do we not sell uh, anything in particular? And we use eBay and we use other places? And so you know the reality of it is is everything in life that's worthwhile takes effort. And so, to give you some context right now, when I started Just Collect 16 or 17 years ago, we were primarily a consignment firm, and we bought and sold a little bit, and then the consignment field became a lot more competitive. Um, fees went down. I didn't think it was that good for the long-term viability in terms of what I wanted to do in the business and the space. Um, and so we kind of flipped. We started to buy and sell more, and then we were doing less consignments. And so when it comes to specifically you know, vintage inventory, which generally I cannot get enough of, what I'm trying to focus on more than anything as the owner... Uh, of just collect, and the owner of Vintage Breaks is how do I buy more material? How do I buy more vintage cards? How do I buy more vintage unopened? How do I buy more? How do I buy more modern unopened or modern graded deals? And it all comes back to yes, you can go to card shows and you can network well, but if you have a website that gives good information and good guidance on how to grade your cards and what you should do with your cards if you want to sell them, and really anything and everything in between, um, primarily on the cards from the 80s and earlier. Um, and the 80s are very selective, like Magic Bird Rookies and, um, you know, Marino and Elway and things of that nature. Um, but we utilize our website as a tool to advertise our firm. And we take that information and we give it away for free. Um, and I know that it works because we have, according to Google Analytics, like last month on our website at justcollect.com, we have about 30,000 organic views. And so people ask me, like, why don't you take those, um, you know, organic views and why don't you sell them stuff? And I said, the selling is really the easier part in the hobby. You can use eBay to sell. You can use your website. You can use, I mean, think about how many auction houses there are. REA, Heritage, Golden. I mean, there's dozens of auction houses. You can now put yourself, put your stuff in vaults like Com C or, or Alt. Um, you know, you have people doing house calls like collectible exchange um, and Heritage. You know, my buddies from there will do house calls. So there's a lot of different ways to sell. But buying, I know, especially in the beginning, 15 years ago, buying is something that even though you can do at a show, transactionally one-to-one, if you want to scale, you have to generate leads. So if you're one person, think like, all right, how many leads do I need to get to actually um, close one like a good collection? So even though we get all these views every month, lots of people who contact us every day, we probably get... I don't know, 25, 50, 100, probably 50 to 100 calls and emails every day, uh, at least Monday through Friday in regards to collections that people have for sale or things that they're interested in potentially finding out the value about and then they might sell it. Um, And most of the time, it's not great, but you have to, as a professional baseball card treasure hunter, sift through those properly to make sure that you don't lose anything great. At the same time, you don't spend too much time getting hung up on the things that aren't good. Um, And so, As far as tying that back to our site, it's a lot easier for us to sell than it is to buy. So we put a great amount of effort through our website to purchase. And now you can see for us, it works really well. We're able to come up with fresh collections fairly regularly. Of course, not always um, as great as the one that I bought recently in Sacramento that had three fresh to the hobby, ungraded um, 1948 leaf um, Jackie rookies. Uh, But, you know, we'll buy collections for 500 bucks that just have some vintage cards that are off grade to, you know, 500000 um, bucks. You know, it's just a matter of what comes across, um, you know, our radar. And we use our website, JustCollect.com, to increase the amount of activity on that radar. And so hopefully, you know, those few minutes of nerding out about our strategy and what we do uh, makes sense to some of the uh, those of you uh, out there that are interested. You certainly ask me any more questions by drop me an email at Layton, leighton, L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N, at justcollect.com. And if I can do anything, you know, I've talked about this before in prior episodes of Trading Card Therapy to help you stand out in your community, whether it be Facebook, whether it be physically in your state or your town, um, I'd be more than happy to help because I know one thing that as hard as I try, I will not be able to buy every single baseball card collection out there, even though I'd like to. And with that note, thanks for joining us today on episode number 22 of Trading Card Therapy. From The Doctor. See you next week.